You're listening to What's Mine Is Yours, a podcast series as part of This Egg's Mother Earth International. Mother Earth International is a project that has been created by teams across the world. Today's episode comes from Taiwan. This episode contains discussions around the climate emergency. Our interviews were conducted remotely with an international team. You may hear some background noises and variation in mic quality. Sometimes there are overlapping voices. Sometimes sound and music will play at the same time as people speaking. Hello, 我是黄皮肤，然后我大概住在环境变迁这个非常紧急的时代里已经有五十四年。Hello everyone, my name is Ji Wenye. I am she, her, and I wear glasses, longish hair, and about 160 centimeters high. I am kind of yellow, dark skin color. I've been living in a climate emergency for 54 years. I'm from Taiwan, but I live in England. Today is 2022, September the 13th. Now is 5.34 p.m. in the evening. I am currently in a place called Ulai up in the high mountain and I am here doing my day one of quarantine because I've been tested positive and where I am I can see dark green mountain and lots of trees through the window and it's raining outside. There's been a typhoon. It's been raining for three days, quite hot. Especially towards the evening, it's really, really, in a way that's quite nice because it's not too hot. Taiwan can be about 40 degrees at this time. So I think we are currently probably about 28 degrees, which is very comfortable temperature. Where I grew up, I grew up in south of Taiwan, in Tainan, which is a kind of countryside town, not a big city for sure. And I was there until I was 21 before I went to England. So the town I was growing up was a town that I can literally ride a bike and go everywhere I wanted to go I can reach. We don't tend to walk too much because it's too hot but we ride bikes and scooters but no you can't ride scooters until you are about 15 and 16 and pass the scooter license. Our town in south is very friendly and in comparison to the capital city Taipei is also considerably cheaper um, to live on. It's a place lots of people would 
say hello to one and the other. We don't tend to close our doors. The door seems to be open all the time for other people to come in and say hello. Unlike what we live in England, is like you don't see people until people make the arrangement with you to say, "Hey, I'm coming to visit." So in Thailand, it's very different. People seems to be much closer, and they seems to be able to help one and the other. That you don't really need to call for help. The help is just there, but at the same time, when you think about it, I remember when I turned twenty, I was just kind of having enough of my parents knew where I am, whatever I was, without actually telling them. But my where and about seems to be able to be spotted whenever they wanted to know where I was. I think. The climate emergency in Taiwan is the development of sites for tourists. I think that has been overdeveloped. When typhoon strikes, when the earthquake happened, I never actually thought about it until about twenty years ago. To be honest, you just kind of live in the environment and live in the earth, thinking that just happened. It isn't just happened naturally and kind of. Following from what has been advocated in the past twenty years, you do realize there's a huge issues there, and it's global. So when I first time felt the climate change emergency was about twenty years ago, when I actually started working in the arts field. When I started working, I remembered that I attended Julie Bicycle、uh, events and realized how important it is we actually act for it.、Uh, not just about doing it yourself, but bring people in with you to have that kind of、um, make any difference if you can. Again, you know, I said that I start feel acknowledged was about twenty or years ago, but I also feel like everyone was just talking about it and doing it, but there wasn't really a sense of emergency until twenty twenty COVID striked. When we were all in a lockdown, you feel the difference. You just feel the difference in terms of whole environment. I mean, birds claiming back their own place naturally. Duck walk on the road. You know, animal was coming out. The tree were greener. The air feel fresher because no one was traveling, not even on the road. And you hear the natural sound. They were much clearer. You you think, well, my goodness me, if we could maybe do less of that traveling or do less of that moving around, what could this well be? How do we do that? I mean, how do we actually make that happen? Could we actually do it? It's another question. Kind of comes straight after my thought of thinking, wow, this is what a difference it could make.
How climate conscious are people around me? Not really. I don't think people feel and talk about it in Asia. It's a very different sense feel of climate emergency here, which is worrying. How do I feel about the future? I think there's a both ways, feeling hopeful but feeling hopeless. I think it is about when people feel that they want to do it, or when people feel that they need to do it. But feel and need is different. I think when people feel that they want to do it, it's coming up from the bottom bottom of their heart that they feel they need to do it, and therefore they may actually act with awareness and naturally doing their part. I think it needs to come down from much strategic thinking or there's a rules or some kind of regulation to make us all do it. I think small part of people doing it is not going to make any difference. Why is acting on climate change important to me? I feel we have a sense of responsibility for our next generation. I feel we are the one who is actually ruining the planet. I think the whole pressure is already a lot in comparison to our parents' time and our time. And then I can see to our next generations there may not be a place that they actually can live. The helpful thing is lots of people that I know are taking action in it, and that is helpful. 在我身边的人其实蛮多人都有在应变环境变迁这个议题，不管是在他们的工作上，或者是在他们的生活上。This episode has been produced by Alice Boyd and Josie Dale-Jones, with music by composers of Mother Earth International and sound design by Alice Boyd. For more information about the project and our collaborators, visit us at www.motherearthinternational.org. You will also find transcripts and graphic recordings of this episode on the website. Mother Earth International is supported by British Council's Creative Commissions for Climate Action, a global programme exploring climate change through art, science and digital technology.